The still-beating Bohemian Heart of Dublin, this time on Culture File. Quiva Lavelle is a multi-hyphenate writer and performer, organiser of poetry readings and literary salons, and at times, hula-hooping cabaret artist. She'll be doing the latter while reading her poetry this week as part of the Alternative Social Club in Dublin. And before that, Quiva Lavelle and her surprisingly large and not great on public transport, Hula Hoop, came to Culture File Towers. My name is Quiva Lavelle. I am a poet, an artist, cartoonist and a producer. I like to kind of observe the world and my poetry is kind of, a, I guess, an extension of that. So, you know, as a poet, I might go somewhere with a notebook, go to a particular location and kind of snatch words that appeal to me and that might become a poem later. I like the variety show um, and as a performer who does different kinds of kinds of things, I'm quite uh, at home with that. I did originally start performing to kind of get the poetry out there exclusively and then I would kind of end up getting different sorts of performance or acting gigs. So I like to uh, put together poetry events uh, or different kind of shows. Um, I was working with uh, Thirst for Verse. Um, I was also working with Oscar Wildhouse. Um, we do a few salons and just kind of share the work, get it out there, but also different kinds of environments. You know, it could be a warehouse, it could be somewhere as grand as Oscar Wilde's house one day. Yeah, actually, I'd, uh, I'd like to read uh, Marble Orchard, um, which I wrote for my friend Stella. But yeah, she's kind of the person who brought me into the, the goth family. So a lot of them would have been around Dublin in the 80s and stuff. And that's very much a big interest of mine. This poem is a tribute, uh, I guess, to Stella and to other friends that I um, have lost. Uh, I wrote it um, over lockdown, uh, during which time they wouldn't let you go for a walk in Mount Jerome Cemetery. <laughs> so it's kind of about that experience of just kind of wanting to take a stroll around there and kind of um, contemplate, but not being allowed let in. Some of these words or phrases I did take from headstones, but not Mount Jerome because they didn't let me in. Marble Orchard for Stella. Yup, yup, yup. We're all going. Cold. Faster than love, faster than our stone city turns to glass and turns its ass to us. Those beloved stones name those loved beyond the stars. Death is but the key, locks you away from me, tears us apart. But come on, let's go. I guess when I started performing, I wanted to be like Lydia Lunch or Meredith Monk or something or experimenters I guess and kind of opening up the form uh, to other kinds of performance. So when I started writing poetry I would have been a kid. I had one teacher uh, in second class and she was just very encouraging so I just never really stopped you know I uh, kept it going and then once I was in college I kind of got to a point where okay I'd like my work to kind of step out and have a life, you know, so people can experience it. And you have, and it's sitting over there, your own particular, um, I don't want to say gimmick, obviously, but added extra, is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess it is a bit gimmicky, you know, and when I first came up with it, I didn't think that it would kind of stick or that people would kind of ask for it again. So that's been very fun. Um, but yeah, it is kind of, I've had people say that when they saw it initially, they were thinking, oh, it's so gimmicky. And then they hear the poetry and actually like it. <laughs> and they're a little bit surprised. But um, I personally like it because 
I find it has a kind of mesmerizing rhythm to it and it also kind of slows me down and enforces a kind of pace on me, which I would have a kind of natural tendency to race through a bit. So, so tell people what that is. They don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the, the gimmick, uh, I think probably the one trick I can do on a hula hoop is to perform my poetry while hula hooping. So I did that at the first Speranza Salon. That's how I opened events. I don't consciously use it to compose but I do just like to hula hoop and listen to music and then sometimes when I'm in a rhythm something will kind of flow into my mind. Whether to the marble orchard or to the crematorium I don't know. Perhaps somewhere we're on the engraved epitaphs even the moss spells out loved by all and stretches incomprehensibly apart stone forest without end. I can't return to a Grecian urn I can't stroll around in your dust. Only visit where you burned after you arrived at your funeral by motorbike. And now, not even that. At the gate, a top hat turns me away like the bouncer of morbidity. I not wishing to become a member, just to remember the friends of mine on that side beginning to outnumber those still warm to me. I mean, you have quite a track record in in spoken word and performance and so forth. I hear a lot about how difficult it is to kind of find spaces in Dublin at the moment. You're you're not suffering from that so much. No, I'd say I'd say I would because I think it's something that the whole um, the whole community is experiencing. Um, I've been organising gigs, I think, over ten years now. So there used to be a lot more space and. Yeah, a lot of venues and bars and stuff used to be more open to it, but there'd also be more kind of unconventional spaces. Like when I finished college, uh, myself and some friends at a Blue Bottle Collective, and we actually got permission from a landlord to use a disused building that was on Thomas Street. We did it up, we opened it up as a studio, we put on events there and stuff. And I can't really imagine the same thing happening these days. Um, I think it's harder to kind of find these um, maybe unused spaces and kind of put them to a good purpose. Uh, there is still some work like that, but I think it's just a bit more short-lived and kind of faces a bigger challenge. Yeah, I, I'm just very interested in, like, so many people in this period have run away and mm-hmm. gone, you know, I just can't do anything in Dublin. And, and you don't, like, you're not having exactly that feeling about it. I wonder what's different <laughs> for you or why are you able? I might be a little more stubborn. <laughs> and I also think I really care about Dublin and what happens here and what can happen here and that there's still things going on to get involved with. Um, it's just very important to me. And yeah, I might have an easier time doing these things somewhere else. But I don't know. I think I maybe enjoy the challenge of being able to kind of stay afloat in and fly in the face of, of the challenges because... I don't know, I just don't want it to die, you know? Um, I just think Dublin would be different without these things happening. I'd like to be there just to recall the day I inherited all your leather, never to see you in them again. Though sometimes I feel you tapping the shoulder of your leather jacket that I wear like armour. Quiva Lavelle there, and you can catch the gimmick and the poetry at the Alternative Social Club, live at Hyde in Lemon Street in Dublin, this coming Thursday night, with a bill that also includes Barry Murphy and Phelan Drew. Tickets from Eventbrite.